Thank you so much for tuning into Magic Mommy's podcast. I'm your co-host, Lise. And I'm your other co-host, Diana. Welcome to Magic Mommy's podcast, a space where we talk about our healing journeys as two queer spiritual women of color. And a space curated for our growth, our messiness, chisme, and puteando. Magic Mommy's is a podcast dedicated to reframing the ways we talk, think, and embody healing work. Yeah. So to start off our episode, we are going to do a segment, which is I think we've now established, just, yeah, established that we want to do like a little game before we go into um, our episodes and the content that we'll be talking about. So today we're going to do um, a little game, a little game that we saw on YouTube. What's G-E-Y-M-E. it called? E-Y-M-E. Um, that's not what the YouTube video is called. G. A Y M E G A yeah like game 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 time so game. now <laughs> our segment is called game time got it yes I love right. it um it's just a uh like question nair that we're gonna yeah. ask each other i don't know if y'all have seen the youtube videos they're like the gq does like a couple's questions <laughs> and I've, i don't know if y'all seen them but the kylie jenner one with travis scott where he knows like nothing about her i haven't seen it hilarious that's about to be us right now are you ready for this so essentially what we're gonna do is we are going to ask each other questions that we should know about each other um and we are going to answer them and for every answer we get correct we get a point person with the most points at the end wins ma'am ready let's go (laughs) do you want to ask a question first or do you want me to ask um you can ask first all right so the first question for our contestant is what are Diana's 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 favorite three favorite colors um ding 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 stop no you cannot add the music (laughs) fuck off (laughs) okay hello um uh, fuck blue for sure extra oomph if you can guess the shade of blue don't you like like deep blue no okay but you guess blue so I'll give you that shit um, like a sky blue. Okay, doesn't matter. A blue, um, pink. It's very specific. It's also a specific pink. Yeah, I can't give it to yeah. you with pink because I don't like pink. Uh, <laughs> but it's a shade of pink, so I'm right. Uh, kind of, yeah. Okay. But I don't like pink. It's this very specific thing. Okay. <sighs> Damn, give you three? one and a half. Um, fuck. Yellow? No. Wow, it's five, five, five. So my three favorite colors are teal, rose gold, wow. and brown. <laughs> so you get one and a half points. Damn. Your that was pretty close. That was pretty good. I guess I don't think of rose gold as a color. Yeah. I'm I just like everything. Usually the the things I buy like my phone case. This is true. My watch, all of that is rose gold. You're also wearing all pink right now for someone who claims <laughs> it threw me off because for someone who claims they don't like pink you know you're wearing pink pants a pink shirt just because you're, you're, one no, looks good in pink mm. doesn't mean it's my favorite color okay also your mic is pink your water bottle next to you right now is pink <laughs> your headphones are pink and your nails are pink so i think you should check in with yourself again just because i look good in pink doesn't mean it's my favorite color <laughs> 
Y'all, I hate this puta. <laughs> I cannot stand her. Okay, okay, you're turn, you're turn. Um, right, so... <laughs> oh, wait, that was one question. So you get 0.5. You should technically get 0.3, but I'll give you okay. the pink. Okay, um... I'll ask you the same question back. What are three of my favorite colors? Green, orange, and purple. No, not purple. Oh, I was close. I got two out of the three. Do I get another guess since you got sure. like three guesses? <laughs> um, yellow. Yeah. Yes! I didn't think about that, but yes. Yes! One point for this bitch. All right. Second question for our contestant here. What is my favorite accessory? Um, mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. wear a lot of earrings, but I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, do you count your nails as an accessory? I do not. And it, it's not like you're, like you don't count your lashes and... Oh, are we asking questions now? <laughs> we giving clues out? <laughs> um, rings? No. Necklaces? I think that's, no, okay, so... Um, sunglasses. Oh my gosh, how did I miss that? Wah, wah, Damn. Wah. Wow, that was, a, that was a huge... That was. Yeah. That was. Damn. Um, list one thing that irritates me. Mean people. Well, that was exactly the one I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, that was exactly the one. Yeah, I don't like people who get are crazy, mean. get wild, do this party, do do. Okay, do some crazy. We've been watching Jersey Shore, y'all. A little so. too much Jersey Shore. Okay, this one's gonna be a little hard. Mm-hmm. What's what shape of nail is my favorite? I don't know how to... I don't know the, like, categories. Okay, I'll give you clues. I mean, I think I could draw it out for you. You get you get one guess, and I will give you three options. Okay. Oval, stiletto, or coffin? Wait, stiletto's a spiky one, right? Um, uh, coffin? Yes! Okay. Ooh. She got one for Wait, but am I right though? It's the little, the like spiky. Yeah, it's like the the kind of like the claws. I don't think I've ever seen you. Some claws. I've done them before, just not a huge fan. Mm. Don't think they look good with my hands. All right. Um, What's been my favorite quarantine album? Uh, You Hago Lo Que Me Da La Gana by Bad Bunny. Okay, see, that one was easy, and I was just trying to like make it easy for you. Get crazy, get wild, (laughs) party, do some crazy. Okay, but I'm still really sad that I can't listen to it at the club. I know. And Soon, friend. I know. Soon. I stopped listening to it all of a week ago. Okay. Yeah. So our next turn. contestant for our... Or our next question for our <laughs> contestant. What's my favorite show? Fuck. It's not Jersey Shore? No. Um, your favorite show? I feel like it's some... <sighs> Like reality TV show. Yo, I really don't know this. Uh, Laura Pico. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, the I'll Real you, World? I'll give you a clue. Um, it's on Netflix. Ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's uh-huh. a whole streaming service <laughs> with like thousands. Um, well, it can't be the real world because it's not yeah. on Netflix. Can't be Jersey Shore because it's not on Netflix. Fuck, dude. You give up? Can I? Give up? <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't know. I'm Stranger like, Things. Oh, really? Yeah. It's See, on our website. Never... <sighs> Yo, um, it is on our website. We did like a whole post on it. What's my favorite show? You don't. You wouldn't. That's know not it. one of your questions, ma'am. What's the next it question? Um, oh, I totally know yours. It's keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> and you can't even say no because, bitch, I know you watch it when no one's watching you. Those are all lies. Mm-hmm. This is defamation <laughs> <laughs> of character. Is it? It is. I is don't. It? Okay, what's the next question? Damn, Damn. Now you got people thinking I watch the Kardashians. Anyways. <laughs> um, what's my next one? Ah, what's one of my karaoke songs? Like, car karaoke songs. Can you give me a genre? Oh, we're asking questions? No. Um, you've asked me like 10. <laughs> um, I haven't asked The one you I'm any. thinking of... Do I know R&B. the song? Do I know the song? I'll give you the one I feel like you could know. Just, I'll say it's R&B. R&B, what's a song? Like, yeah, like hip-hop R&B. Hip-hop R&B? Oh, um, Notorious B.I.G. And you can't say no to that because you always sing it. Um, uh, you said one of the songs, so. Yeah. The one I'm thinking about actually isn't, isn't that one. Uh Uh-huh. But that is one but of them. But that is, yeah, I'll give you that, well, maybe. Why, why can't I, hold on, it's not hypnotize, is it? No. Because I can't do it. No, that's not that one. <laughs> uh, which one is it? I love when you call me Big Pop. That's one of them. Okay, cool. Big yeah, I would say that one. Notorious B.A.G. Okay, but actually, it's, get that's crazy, not the, get wild, <laughs> no. party, then do some crazy. I'm gonna take the mic away. <laughs> um, <laughs> the one I was actually thinking about was x factor by lauren hill oh oh yeah oof. yeah yeah okay so last question for our contestant miss daddy diosa you know i thought i would do better at this yeah me too i thought i was gonna be yeah i was literally like okay don't go too hard on me like i don't yeah. want people to think like i don't know you like you know i don't want to seem like a bad friend but here we are last question <laughs> how many children do i want you want a whole soccer team in your words didn't you say minimum of like eight that's the number. Are we asking questions? Oh my God. Um, Technically, the answer is no to both of your questions. Ten? Yes. <laughs> you got <it>. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. She did that. She did that. That's the... Ma'am, no, that's ten? Yeah. Like, that's minimum. No, I want ten. Like, just Ten. <laughs> So technically, I want two soccer teams. <laughs> <laughs> you know, big ass backyard. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> all right. What is the horror movie that fucked me up in my childhood? Besides Donnie Darko? That didn't fuck me. That Yeah. Besides that movie. Besides that one. Because that wasn't really childhood. I saw that more in my teenage years. Childhood. Was it not Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No. No, that was mine. 
<laughs> I just think that one fucked everyone up, and you were a child when you watched it. I haven't it too. seen it. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, what horror? Chucky? Mm mm. Uh, what other horror movies were out? Uh, oh, The Sixth Sense. No, that's not the one I was thinking of, but... The Others? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah! Get that's crazy. with my sis, Do, do some crazy. <laughs> I'm really wondering if that's the lyrics. It's not. <laughs> All right, so... Now as we count up our points, Liz, Daddy Diosa here, ended with a total of... Drum roll, please. Two point five points. Yay! You know what? I didn't get zero. And our other contestant, <clears throat> the beautifully, the talented, the magnificent. So today's episode, we wanted to dive. <laughs> Diana into... got a total of. You gonna count? That. <laughs> Look at that! She got a total of five points. You know to be. Oh! 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 She did that. Congratulations. Damn. Does this make me a good friend? I mean... I think so. Does this make me a bad friend? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, so today... <laughs> cool. I'll just think about this in my sleep today. <laughs> gonna... So today... <laughs> you can't do this to a Virgo moon. I'm gonna go contemplate about oh my how God, I need to be a better funny. friend. Anyways, You're no an good job. Friend. Thank you. You You're too. An friend. I asked you some hard questions. Like the the nail one was kind of hard. I think I just wanted you to not get zero, so I made them pretty relatively easy, but then also I feel like the only one like that was easy up. for mine was like I don't know. Well, I mean, what's my favorite accessory? <laughs> that was the yeah, given. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. That, that was, was the given. Yeah, um, that was that was hey, it's okay. We don't look at the past. We, don't we, look, we, we don't, move forward. Yes, we always move forward to what's ahead tomorrow. <laughs> Ma'am? <laughs> Which is more packages. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. So, <laughs> segmenting, segueing. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Into our episode today, we have a very special and exciting episode. Um around the topic of our queerness, our gayness, um, us coming out, us being gay, and, you know, being gay. gay. (laughs) This is that gay episode. Yeah, I mean, we, we, you know, stated in the beginning we wanted to talk on certain topics, so um, we were like, let's talk about our queerness and quarantine. Yeah. It's a very interesting topic because something that um, Guadalupe brought up was on our first episode for the podcast, the first time we actually recorded that episode, I wasn't out as gay yet, right? Um, and no. by the yeah, by the time we rec- actually rec- like recorded our final version of the first episode, mm-hmm. I was out. And so we included that in the first episode. But originally, that was not going to be a part of it because I was not out as gay yet. Mm-hmm. And now here we are. That's why, like, if you were to listen to the first one when she's like a queer, like you use the label queer. Yeah. And I was like, you're a gay friend. Yeah. I think I commented something on it. And it was because oh. it was the first time you had really like actually said that yeah. out loud. Um, and look at look at us. Yeah, who would have thought? I came out in such true like Diana fashion, like zero to a hundred. Do you want to talk about how 
you yeah. came out. Oh my god, because like, it, it really was true Diana fashion. It was truly. Huh? Oh yeah, I was just like going about my life, and then I was like, "Oh shoot, I'm gay." Well, you know what? No, we're going to spill some tea because we said this is going to be a special episode. So this is going to be a special episode. So we're going to drop some tea. Um, Okay, so this all started, obviously, you know, when you're young, you're just like, wow, they're so beautiful. But I feel like uh, it's more normalized for women to think other women are pretty. And Mm -hmm. so I was always just like, oh, I just think this person is pretty. Not necessarily like I am attracted to this person. Fast forward to um, Miami <laughs> for my 24th birthday. Oh, you going deep, deep. Okay, Just a little bit. Um, I met this person at this conference, um, and it was my birthday. That was my birthday weekend. Um, this is also back when I drank. Um, you know, it was a little like, Ugh. <laughs> And I met this person, and we just, like, started talking um, I can't remember which state they were from. Oh, yeah, I can. I just don't want to say it. And then (laughs) we, again, we were just, like, talking, hanging out, having a great time. Um, And we kissed. And I was like, what? I, like, I had been wanting to. And I actually was the one who, like... You initiated it? Yes, I initiated it. Um, And after that happened, I was like, I'm a trash straight person that, like, is just being a trash Mm -hmm. straight person. Until I was like, no, that's what I'm telling myself because I don't want to come out to myself. And then um, last year, I started talking to someone um, and that was a gay, like, I guess, I don't know dating i was like dating another mm-hmm. um person who identifies as a woman and i was just kind of like i feel like i can't even do that because i'm not fully out to myself or to anyone and so i was like you know what fuck it like i do like i i love women i've always loved women you know i love titties <laughs> i fucking love titties man titties are the, the the most beautiful thing ever they're a universe given gift fucking love titties um it's all about like, body positivity with magic mommy <laughs> all about it we love we all love. titties small titties big titties all titties just uh. <laughs> so <Bam>. anyways <laughs> um yeah so then i was like you know what like <laughs> So I was like, you know what, this bitch is gay. So um, I came out first to like my closest friends, and I was like, um, I have a lot of gay friends, so you I really like, do. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it was just kind of a like I I I guess it was like a pretty comfortable experience coming out to my friends because I since they're all gay too, I, they were very like comforting and validating. Um, also, almost side note, I feel like you know we have the same friend group for the most part or at the time and i feel like it is so true all our friends were like gay (laughs) identified as gay and queer and so it was like i feel that like our friend group is like you know if you say you're straight it's like yeah but also even our straight friends are like very open to understanding Mm -hmm. that like things are like sexuality is a spectrum so it's just like never surprised if anyone ever comes out because we're just like okay yeah like 80 90 percent of us are are um <laughs> uh, yeah so then i came out to my friends um and 
then it was like time to come out to my family and i was still hesitant um mainly because i feel like that's who we usually tend to be the most afraid to come out to and then one day i don't know if i was going to work or leaving work i think i was leaving work and then i was like fuck it i texted in a group chat i texted my mom my dad and my sisters and i said mom i'm gay soy gay <laughs> yeah the message actually is soy gay yeah, yeah. and then my mom's like ¿Quién es tu novia? Cristal. <laughs> and then I was like, no. It's like, Guadalupe. <laughs> and then my sisters in very, uh, my sister's fashion. Mm-hmm. So wings. <laughs> <laughs> to celebrate, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that was my coming out story. Okay, but you also didn't explain that the time frame between when you came out to yourself oh. to when you came out to your family <laughs> was a matter of like a day. Yeah. Like, actually. Or was it... No, yeah. Like a, a day, two days? Maybe, like, hours. <laughs> it might have been. Because mm. I think you... Yeah, you telling me that you came out... You were coming out to yourself. I think you came out... You texted... You also texted me. Like, you were just like, hey... I'm gay. So, I'm gay. <laughs> You're like, guess what? A bitch is gay. And then I remember you texting me. I was like, yo, congr- like, awesome. Um yeah. And then you were like, I think I'm going to come out to my family. I don't know what you, I think you actually started asking or like saying like Mm, you were going to do it. mm, mm -hmm. And then I feel like I received a message a couple hours later that was like, I came out to them. (laughs) Or like, I think I came over at the time when Um, at your apartment mm, and you shared the conversation. But I think mm, the span of you coming out to yourself, to your family was only about a day or two. I don't know how to ease my way into things. It was also Pride Month. So I was like. (laughs) <laughs> what better time to come out than pride month this is true yeah my dad sent me like a hundred dollars because he was like it's pride month my i like wow my sisters we can love. well my sisters convinced him not like necessarily convinced him but they were like oh like i think i asked my dad to help me buy like one book for class and then my sisters were like hey dad it's like pride month and she's gay you should send her a hundred dollars and he did damn that's the kind of support i need for my siblings we're working too. on it we're working on it my mm. parents are not like fully there but mm. they'll get there yeah <laughs> we'll make sure of it no, i can see you? it though um my coming out what was my coming i mean <laughs> it was less it was a lot lo- like a longer process <laughs> Like the Virgo moon in me took her time. Hey, she did. Um, I feel like I started questioning. Okay, it's similar to you. And I feel like that's something I actually hear a lot with my friends, Um, especially my like more femme or like women identifying friends who um, say that growing up, there was always a deep appreciation for women. Um, but at the time it's like it's just like a deep appreciation like oh like women Mm. are dope women are powerful I want to be her that was a lot what I like the energy (laughs) 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 that yes but that came later on yeah yeah Um, so uh, I remember when I was young and I feel like I noticed how I was super into watching like movies with like Mm. women lead and whenever they were like badass and especially like novelas too I really Mm. liked um them like the women lead um but I also really liked the men so I just didn't think much of it I was just like cool like I want to be like this person um (laughs) 
and then you know a few years going a few years later on I think at this point maybe like my senior year in high school mm-hmm. um, my cousin actually came out to me like very casually <laughs> when I was like grabbing my books from my locker she's like hey like I'm gay this is my girlfriend <laughs> and I'm like okay <laughs> and I remember having this feeling of whoa I know someone who's like gay Um, Mm -hmm. Because I feel like at the time, I didn't really have anyone around me. And Mm -hmm. still, it wasn't something that was... Like, normalized? Yeah, normalized as much, even in high school. Like, like, yeah. Um, And so, I remember just kind of internalizing it and be like, oh, that's cool. But I would, like, think about it a lot. And I was like, why am I thinking about this so much? (laughs) And I remember I kind of, like, had a crush, like, a low-key crush on one of my friends at the time. And I was like, oh, my gosh, is this kind of, like what's going on but I didn't really pay a lot of attention to it so this was like the end of like my senior year so at this point I gra- you know I'm graduated um, first year in college I would say my first two years in college I realized I was like okay I think I'm gay like I actually started watching like movies mm-hmm. like TV shows like <laughs> find any kind of representation that I could mm-hmm. um, to kind of be like am I into it am I not like I almost felt like I took it on like a research project to guess Virgo Moon popped off (laughs) research project (laughs) like okay if this makes me like feel good that means I must be gay right she's like let me go to gay school real quick (laughs) (laughs) and now I'm graduated with a full degree so if anyone wants tutoring lessons (laughs) hit me up (laughs) what was your um what was mm -hmm. your like one thing that looking back at it now you're just like because of this one thing there's like that was like the biggest sign that i was gay but i refused to see it Damn. or not necessarily refused mm-hmm. to see it but you just didn't see I it didn't at the see time it. i think just how my choices of like movies and tv like that mm-hmm. was it because um i was all about like yeah women this and that but also i think i just like i was really actually attracted to them so that's one mm-hmm. thing um, because I had the whole mo- like when I did come out to people in my life, like it was that reaction of like, okay, like we're not surprised, which I have conflicting feelings about, right? Yeah. Because um, I don't know when you're in that situation, sometimes it's just like not cool, like anyways. Um, but I, I've, I don't know. I would say maybe that. Um, but honestly, even then, when I started coming out at the time, this is when I lived in Vancouver, mm-hmm. right? Um, my first two years I lived in my first two years in college I lived in Vancouver so when I transferred to UW in the process of um, me transferring to to UW and going to Seattle I was like okay I'm gay like I solidified it I was like Mm. when I move to Seattle I'm going to just like be out already I'm going to juice myself as someone who's queer um, because nobody knows me. I don't have any friends out mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to have to keep like, you know, I don't have to go through the pressure of coming out. And so actually when I was in Mecha at the retreat, which you were part of. Yeah, you were part mm-hmm. of. Um, I talked about, we had like this like like circle. Um, it's a ritual circle. A ritual circle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a circle. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking about, I don't know what it was, but I, I talked about being gay um, and even though nobody knew at the time that that was my coming out, that was the first time I actually ever said it out loud. Mm. And I was like nervous. Wow. I was like shaking because I'm like, they don't know this, but I know yeah. this. I know that like this is my first saying it. It's the first time saying it out loud. Wow. 
Um, so I don't know. I think like, yeah, so I normalized it moving to Seattle and I was like, okay, I'm this and that's what it is. Mm. Um, that was kind of my coming out. And then in terms of my parents, I mean, I slowly kind of, I started with my siblings, then went with my mom and then like a year later came out to my dad. So, yeah, yeah, I feel like that like coming out to siblings is usually easier mm. just because there's more of an understanding or you have a closer connection to them um i know like i feel like coming out to one sibling that you're like the closest with or that maybe is the most open-minded and like kind of working your way through the family telling yeah. them um i feel like it's also like useful because i i did tell my sisters before i texted the group chat so even though my sisters were in the group chat like mm -hmm. you know it was mainly telling my mom and my dad um and i think like being able to tell my sisters hey i'm gay and then like being supportive gave me like the fuel and like the you know what i fucking right. got this like you know I'm, I'm i don't care anymore and to be able to do that to like you know say it to my mom and my dad yeah um but you know, I, I actually, like, something you said earlier, I think a lot about, like, I'm just like, man, did people in high school, like, know I'm gay? Mm -hmm. Like, did, you know, like, people who had especially strong gaydars, were they like, this bitch <laughs> is gay, and I just didn't see it? I always wonder that. Because you know how, like, yeah. you'll watch movies, and everyone will just be like, oh, like, there's the gay kid or whatever, but, like, the gay kid in the movie never knows that they're gay? Or, like, in those movies where they don't know they're they gay? They haven't come to that realization yet. Exactly, or, and I'm like, yeah. am I that? Like, was I that? person who like was not out and everybody was just like yeah this bitch is gay and like i feel like i was that person you know i think about that often i feel like, like i was because like i said when people when i started telling like some friends or whatever it wasn't it was like a very much like okay yeah which i mean i think has something to say too with like i for example was really involved with sports and you too like you were a whole athlete right we i was very much um I would say I was a tomboy for most of my life. And then, yeah. like, my last, like, two years of high school, I tried really hard to, I don't know, step into this, like, feminine role. And so, like, dress more fem like dress more traditionally feminine yeah. or, like, what we conceptualize with femininity, right? Um, and I, like, tried. And I just felt like it, it just felt not necessary yeah. like the way i was doing it didn't feel true to myself it's kind of like forcing it yeah like? kind of showing like yeah like i can do all these things i can be like you know a dope ass athlete and i can also mm. be this but um i did it in such a way that didn't feel authentic um but i think that does have something to say too with like what we socialize like queerness with like with our actions and yeah. the way like we represent ourselves or like how it is represented amongst like mm. youth and media yeah so. honestly like it i think it's funny that i asked you know that i think about like you know did people know i was gay when i was like a whole ass wrestler and i to this day have never had a boyfriend and like i don't i'm not someone who likes to i don't like to like i don't purposely go out and try to get dudes attention mm -hmm. mainly because i don't like it and i don't want it mm -hmm. um and so i'm just like you know very similar to you like when i came out to folks they were just like wait i even had some people like i went to this one event um and it was for pride uh it was like a pride event and i like told someone like oh yeah like I, you know I'm, I'm gay like I, i've officially came out as gay and they were like wait were you not already out <laughs> that was me okay but that was me because so when i came <laughs> 
so when I when I came to UW and I started to befriend you more, mm-hmm. um, there was like a certain night that we went out to Earl's, and oh, I don't know if you remember this because yeah. <laughs> there was a lot to not remember, yeah. <laughs> but. Um, we were hanging out and then I said something mm-hmm. I commented something about like oh we should go somewhere or I talked about just like where is a place we like a gay place we can go to like a nightlife mm. and then you were like you were drunk at the time and you were like yeah yeah I'd be down and you're just like I'd be down like yeah like I'm pretty like open and I don't know what your exact words were but I remember in that moment in my head I didn't know you as well as I know you now and Uh I was like we were in the stages of like becoming friends so I remember in my head I was like okay so she's like not straight straight. (laughs) (laughs) like that was my that was my thinking damn I think you were the first person I came out to you were yeah I think that might have been it potentially yeah but that's why like even when you did come out I wasn't necessarily like you know caught off guard per se because in my head I was like okay like we've been knowing <laughs> i'm like well again with like a lot of my straight friends i'm like i feel yeah. like they're just they're like yeah i'm straight but also i'm open to the fact that things can change for me mm-hmm. but like potentially whatever so that's kind of the vibe i had mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting so now i have another question for you mm-hmm. how has or how do you incorporate or how do you even celebrate your gayness your queerness with your spirituality mm. How do I incorporate the two? Incorporate, celebrate, um, include it. Yeah, I feel like it's all interconnected Mm -hmm. for me. Uh, My spirituality, my queerness, like my existence, that's all the same. Um, So for me, it's kind of, I don't know if we've talked about this yet or we said we want, we're going to, but having a social awareness Mm -hmm. and being spiritual is really important to me. So for me, when I... Um, dress up in a more mask way or in a more feminine way that is a celebration for myself and whatever mm. energy I feel I step into um, <laughs> coming up with the name Daddy Diosa for example itself feels like a little celebration because um, I think the more I start understanding gender and for myself and sexuality the more um I feel like I'm creating a language for not just those identities, but also for my spirituality mm-hmm. and for like my acceptance. And, and I like that you bring up the celebration. Um, so I feel like they're all interconnected. I also think that the more I educate myself, um, the closer I actually feel to my spirituality because I feel like I can practice it in a much more intentional way. And I don't necessarily disassociate one for the other Mm -hmm. um yeah honestly sometimes i wake up and i have like in my head two outfit choices that i want to wear and one might be more feminine one might be like like, one is gay and the other one is gayer (laughs) (laughs) yes and then i wake up and i'm like what at what end of the spectrum of gayness do i feel and that's what i go with so um yeah i think i'm still Honestly, there's still a lot that I'm growing in myself of, um, you know, learning how they're interconnected. Mm. And and I think you actually asking me this makes me want to actually process in more how I celebrate or like where can I celebrate more? Because I think 
often I get stuck in this box of like, oh, I need to know everything about this. I need to, you know, find a label for myself. Mm. What does it mean if I use she, her? And I also am open to um, using they, them, but have never necessarily come out as like non-binary. Um, what is it like? What is it like? You know, and so I get mm. stuck uh, stuck on in these boxes of feeling like I need to step into something. Um, and I forget to celebrate the fact that, hey, it's a big move that actually I'm introducing myself to people of mm. of using all the, like these pronouns. And that was something a year ago I wasn't even doing. Yeah. Um, so thanks for that question. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I definitely want to check in with myself about that. Yeah. What about you? I feel like kind of similar so I asked that question as the baby gay because I'm just like you know curious as to like how other folks are incorporating all of that but I feel like I don't know something that I I have found very um or I I guess just like uh, stepping into like my gayness is like a almost like when you practice spirituality you are celebrating your whole self Mm -hmm. and so I feel like it's it's almost a now that I'm open to myself and I'm more just like stepping into my truth and like my identities it's like I can celebrate myself and I can be my whole self and I can ground myself and like you you know like I can do all of that because I am my whole self as opposed to when I try to like suppress parts of me Um, but what I, I have found I think one of like the most exciting things about coming out as gay has been also exploring like gender identity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like one of the things that I used to be so scared of was I don't want to dress too masculine because I don't want people to think I'm gay. But it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well now I'm gay, I'm out, people know I'm gay. So that's not a concern anymore. Um, and I've talked about this before with you of, of how I've always, because I am the youngest in my family, like, you know, usually dressed very girly um i you know i I think for for the most part all of our parents hate it when you know we don't dress girly Mm -hmm. so they always want like the long hair like flowers dresses all of that um and i feel like sometimes i even like really like updid my like femininity as a way to try to like suppress my gayness um but i actually really i love being able to you know flip the switch and uh be able to do both and Mm -hmm. i feel like now i'm able to explore that more like i can be more masculine and i don't really give a fuck anymore if i'm perceived as gay because i am and so you know i don't care about that but i love being able to explore my gender identity too because Mm -hmm. i feel like as someone who is perceived a lot more as feminine um I, I feel like now I feel more comfortable exploring my gender identity and like the fluidity. Um, yeah. But I feel like also just like gender identity, just like sexuality, like spirituality is also very fluid, right? So I feel like it's it's so nice to step into all of these things that celebrate my whole self and the fluidity of what it means to be ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Of like, we're not stagnant, we're not in one place, we're not a binary, we're not any of that. Um, so just being able to be again fluid in so many ways and not feel like bound by you know these specific right and we're healing too when you know you big like when we begin to let go of that those pressures the societal pressures those pressures Mm. that like have been constructed for us um and we're healing that when we also like can see it in ourselves where like where where the fuck are is our internalization coming from where is it rooted in how are we still um carrying that into Mm -hmm. our lives and where can we let go of these things so i'm with you on that i think um that's an important 
you know, part to bring up. Um, yeah. And for me, like, same, I think also putting into perspective of um, what does it mean to have all this openness and celebrate that in a body that still will be presented um, as one way, like, because of our features, because they're presented mm-hmm. in a certain way, mm-hmm. like, regardless, even, yeah, um, just thinking about that, like, how that's still being perceived. Yeah. Um, especially in a fat body that's still going to be socialized mm-hmm. um, by society and their standards. Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's so much, just, you know, there's so much to learn, just, like, in in many different ways, right? This journey that we're on is a journey beyond just spirituality. Mm-hmm. Like, we're on a journey to fully understand our full selves. We're on a journey to heal our traumas, to heal our whole selves. Like, we're just on this beautiful journey doing so much work. And, and I feel like that was a huge milestone in that journey of being able to come out to ourselves. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, coming out to other folks, I guess we do that. But I think, like, the most, for me, like, the most mind-blowing one was just really coming out to myself when I finally was Mm. like I love titties you know (laughs) and that's it like that's it point blank I can I can appreciate and love them so much more now and that's exciting because we don't feel shame anymore I yeah I don't I used to literally get so mad at myself for thinking about like or staring at like someone's boobs for like a second too long like I wouldn't even I wouldn't like necessarily be staring at someone's boobs but if I like looked in their direction and like you know caught a glimpse of their boobs I'd be like oh my gosh Diana like stop like what the hell are you doing and so I feel like I I used to shame myself a lot for my gay tendencies and so now I don't have to do that and I don't do that and I can just I feel like that's uh, I hate how often that's just such a big part of the process mm. to like coming out because I think I carried so much shame too from a young age and that's something I as a recent started to really unpack that for myself because I remember specifically um, some I don't know how old I was maybe seven or eight mm-hmm. I got this haircut and my hair I mean, my hair is curly, wavyish, right? Um, but growing up, it was not as like defined curls as it is now. Um, so it was like sh- kind of like frizzy, straight. Um, so I got a haircut, and <laughs> I remember it looking really short. And I thought at the time, I said I look like Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember like crying, and, and you looked like a white boy. Yes, and I had them glasses too, so. <laughs> Brian, you're not very white. I don't know how you thought that. Okay. <laughs> With that basket? <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> it went down the wrong hole. <laughs> Anyways. Um, no, well, the point was, I didn't like my hair. And I, that was just a visualization of how my hair was kind of looking. But um, I didn't like my hair. And I remember crying to my mom and being like, um, I look like a lesbian and crying. Mm. And I'm like, at like seven or eight thinking and saying those things and then taking it as like a terrible a te- like just a terrible label mm-hmm. um i think about that moment often um even when you asked me like when one more moments you knew and i felt like there was so much shame and suppression and even when i like ended up coming out i hated that having that response of like oh yeah i mean we're not necessarily surprised um because it also is like, damn, I had all this shame and I felt all this shame and not every, like people are responding like it's not that big of a deal. But like those are the same people who have socialized me to believe right. that like it was a like it wasn't 
a positive thing um, or something that was possible or should mm-hmm. be possible. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. We carry a lot of shame in our coming out. Um, and I feel like when we let go of that, that's also part of like when we start to heal more mm-hmm. and can be able to be in a place where we celebrate. Yeah. You know, I'm a little sad because I feel like last year I came out like right as Pride Month began. And so I was such a like I was I was a newborn baby gay, like a newborn gay, not even a baby gay yet. I was a newborn. And she so, had the whole pride flag over her neck and everything. The pansexual flag. Yeah. <laughs> you really were just like gay, 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 gay. Yeah. Again, zero to 100, like we real quick. It. Um, but I'm so sad because I was really looking forward to um, to Pride Month this year, which oh. because we're quarantined, like it won't be the same. But I was really looking forward to it this year because, again, like what I was saying earlier of being able to explore like our gender identity and the way that we like present as well, like present ourselves. Yeah. I was really excited this year to I feel like last year, definitely, again, very femme. I feel like I usually tend to be very like more feminine, not femme, feminine. Um so I feel like this year I was really excited that now as I begin to explore more my masculine side um, and present in a less feminine way, I'm like, I was really excited to really like, you know, I guess like explore that and try out new looks and really yeah. like really um, embodying my, my more masculine side. Um, so I was already kind of coordinating the outfits and all day. Well, hey. And now here we are. <laughs> I'm never gonna have any girlfriend. <laughs> Just one kiss. <laughs> Just hold my hand. <laughs> Quarantine <sighs> goddess like I know. That's honestly like that's what I kept saying, right? I was just like this summer I'ma find myself a girlfriend. <laughs> like that's you know, that's it. Like this this summer is it. Yeah. And now here we are. Hey. It might happen. Maybe not in the summer. <sighs> It'll happen you at know? this rate. <laughs> I believe in you. Date myself. You should be dating yourself. I always date myself. But the best thing that's happened to me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> but you know what? Like in that same conversation, um, I feel like something we also bring up is how. I don't know. I think we need to be also given grace to explore. Um, mm. I think sometimes, you know, me just speaking on my own experience, I felt like I have to find some type of bot, like some type of label to simplify Mm. um, like my existence. And so I think sometimes even when we want to explore within our queerness or our gayness or whatever, you know, otherness, um, we feel like we, you know, have to know what we're like kind of our next steps or like mm-hmm. no, like it has to be like a solidified answer of like yeah like i'm this or i'm not this yeah. if i'm not this then it's like potentially problematic like when you were coming out um in miami to yourself mm-hmm. and you had this moment you were like oh my god i'm a problematic straight person but it's like oh wait um actually this was a moment that right. i had to have for myself and be like actually this was more than that mm-hmm. um i don't know this is just me i guess saying to have grace also with folks and if you are someone who is also exploring um you don't have to 
mold yourself into any one thing yet like if you're not comfortable with it or ever um to this day like i think i still say i'm just like queer mm-hmm. and i don't necessarily go down into breaking it even more um so that's just a little reminder yeah i like that and appreciate that because i feel like part of the reason why it took me or like i was struggling to come out to myself was because i didn't know what to label myself because right. i'm like okay I think I like guys. I know I like girls. Like, I don't really... Like, I'm not attracted to, like, one specific gender. I don't even know what, like... To be honest, like, I I only knew about, like... um, like folks who identify it as like bisexual, but I didn't really know much about the spectrum at all and like what anything else meant. And so I feel like I didn't know how to put a label. Right to my identity or like my like I don't know who who I can love and so that was really difficult for me of like I can't come out to people if I don't know what I am and Mm -hmm. I can't label myself because then what am I going to tell people until then I was just like fuck I can I'm fucking gay that's it Mm -hmm. I just tell people I'm gay um but I struggle with that because I'm like what am I like what do I consider myself like what is the appropriate sorry um terminology for this or like you know like mm-hmm. wh- what is this like do i check do i go on buzzfeed and take a quiz and check off yes i like girls i like boys i like you know gender gender neutral or, or not gender neutral um like non-binary folks like mm-hmm. you know i do i just check everything off and then see what they give me and so i feel yeah. like that that's something i struggle with but now i also just very much identify with either like gay or queer because i'm just like i just love yeah. everyone like i can love everyone and anyone right. um i no i shouldn't say i can love everyone i can love anyone there we go um but that's also something like that i struggled with yeah. and i feel like it would have been a lot easier for me to have that process if it wasn't for a lot of those like pressures that we have to like identify yourself as one thing or another yeah. or like what is it like what are you or also having to identify with queer like a lot of folks Forget that it's also like people can choose to reclaim. Mm-hmm. Not everyone does mm-hmm. choose that, and so even that, like, you, like <laughs> there's so many nuances within, yeah, um, within sexuality. I feel like, but um, I think this is perfect opportunity. Also, one of the questions we actually had um, asked to us in our Instagram was tips on ho- on how to come out. So, what do you feel like are maybe two like we can maybe say like each two things um that was helpful to coming out to family specifically Mm -hmm. yeah i think i i kind of mentioned this a little earlier but coming out to folks that you know are going to validate your you and who are going to support you because i feel like that support and that validation is going to then help you like with the more tougher conversations like if you think you're you know your family might not be accepting or might not be understanding having a you know a support system that can be there for you after you have that conversation before and even during that conversation i think can really help um because i i know like having that conversation for some folks can be very like emotionally mm-hmm. exhausting or it can be violent or it can you know look so many different ways um so to be able to come out or to be able to just have support from your friends and people who support you and care for you and, and mm-hmm. will take care of you i think is really like helpful mm-hmm. um I guess the only other um, 
like tip I would give is talking like apart from just getting support um like venting and stuff like that also getting like advice from folks who like have gone through the process themselves in particular getting advice from folks who maybe had a similar coming out experience mm-hmm. right of like you know maybe um if you think your family's going to react one way talk to a friend or someone you know who maybe had you know if you know them had a, a similar experience so that way you you know you can get advice from them you can vent with them you can process with them and you know maybe even make them part of your support system as well yeah um two tips i would give um one would be uh, i guess pushing a little bit further like you know earlier we we said sometimes it's easier to come out to certain people in the family um that's something i did um also looking back of my own experience something i've also i i say that that can be really important and really helpful um for example i came out with my to my sister and my brother first um but even then when you do and if you choose to go that route asking them how are you going to support me like if if uh, it comes to telling your parents or guardians or whoever and you feel this nervousness nervousness around certain people asking them how are you going to support me when it comes down to me saying it do you want them there how are they going to hold space for you do you need them to defend you if it gets that like you know like actually creating some type of plan mm. and being like how are you going to support me and like if you are actually this accepting and you say that it's cool then i need you to be there for me yeah like how um, are you going to show up for me how are you going to yeah. show up for me that's a conversation i've had yeah um when it came to like coming out to my father for example um and then the other thing is even though you know we talked about um not you know you get to choose how you want to label if you ever do and whatever um but something that was helpful for me is at the time i came out to my family as bisexual um even though that's not necessarily a term i like first i guess like at first impression will would say to folks i mainly keep it to again queer or gay i didn't really want to go into explaining what queer meant mm-hmm. um and i felt like gay was too broad and even if i were to talk about potentially pansexuality or whatever i didn't really want to get into the discourse of like gender and sexuality because i thought for my parents um you know it wouldn't make it would just be a really yeah. difficult and also emotionally like laborsome um, conversation to have. So if you need to simplify a little bit of your identity to save some type of like, you know, s- save energy and emotional, and labor. emotional labor, like that's okay. Um, as long as you know your truths and, you know, you, you pick what you're comfortable with. But those yeah helpful tips. But That's so true. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, with my family, I just said gay because I didn't. I knew that my family wouldn't understand what pansexual meant and Mm -hmm. I knew that that was going to mean a lot more explaining Um, and I was also just like afraid of my family being like okay bitch pick something like do you like guys or do you like girls like you can't like that happened to me you know Um, (laughs) that's another story but that was yeah that was one of the reactions I got which is why I'm just like okay to make matters easier for me I'm just going to say like I'm gay and and that's Mm -hmm. it and I feel like that was so much easier because I still yeah. haven't explained to my family like what exactly that means, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like yeah. That was... At the end of the day, you know, you know yourself and if you don't, I hope you find a language to, 
you know, have that kind of conversation with yourself. Yeah. Um, There's also really awesome resources online. Like I've seen so many like zines and like chat books and just like other things that like um, community folks, artists, like dope ass people have done on just like, what does it mean to explore? What does it mean to, to be gay, to be queer, to be, you know, like lesbian, to be bisexual. Like I've seen some very awesome like things online, um, specifically by like gay, um, artists and that has been really really dope um so i definitely like if if you need or would like to see any of those resources like definitely try to find some like on the internet because i've seen some dope ass things on there um i know we had a really awesome booklet like at my work specifically for like students of color who identify like as lgbtq and who are exploring right um who are not necessarily like out yet mm-hmm. and so i thought that was really cool it like came with like resources information like what does it mean to question what does it mean to like you know explore your sexuality so um that was really awesome i wish i you know we were if we were in the office i would go in like get a copy of it so i could be like this is what it was but um i can't remember the like exact name of it nor the um but it was kind of like a a resource packet okay Um, well if and when you're able to like that could be something we share with folks Um, yeah that was a pretty cool thing yeah and also like reach out to us if like you need more you know support or would you know whatever however way we can show up um, but yeah. we wish you the best in continuing that journey if this is a journey you're on. And hope you know, all are staying safe and healthy. We hope you enjoy this episode of Magic Mommies Podcast. Yes, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Magic Mommies. That's our handle for all our social media platforms. Um, and thank you for tuning in and listening to our podcast. Yes. Um, Remember, if you fuck with us, like what we're about, want to support us, please make sure to subscribe and follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, (laughs) Apple Podcast, and also leave a rating and review because that helps us very greatly. Um, I'm Magic Mami Liz. (laughs) And I'm Magic Mami Liana. Thank you so much for tuning in to Magic Mami's Podcast. Quarantine Edition. Quarantine Edition. We're... (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha